Hi everyone, welcome to You Belong Here. I'm your host, Beth Ruffin. And if you've ever struggled with understanding your place in the world, I'm so glad you're here. I'm your guide for getting unstuck and showing up for yourself. Each week, we'll discuss actionable steps you can take to insist on yourself, ignite yourself to action, and create meaningful impact in your life. If you're ready for a life-changing transformation, grab a notebook and a pen and get ready. And in case no one has told you today, you belong here. Welcome to episode one. I'm so excited. I hope you're excited to be here too. This is something that has been heavy on my heart for a while, and it's just really lovely to see it come to life. Um, So welcome to You Belong Here. This is going to be a weekly podcast. We're going to meet here every Wednesday. There will be a new episode. And every week, we're going to talk about a way that you can really feel like you belong here. You'll have some homework if you want to play along. And we'll even give you some free resources along the way so that think of this as an ongoing workshop so that you can really make sure that you're working on those things that prevent you from feeling like you belong. So if you followed me for a while, you'll know that I love inclusion, right? My business is called The Everyday Inclusionist. My mission in life is to make our world more inclusive. I love it. Actually, I'm obsessed with inclusion, right? Because Inclusion is the feeling that someone gets when they feel like they can be their unique selves and still belong. And friends, I have to tell you that for so long, I didn't feel like I belonged. I worked in a very traditional industry. And there were many times when I was the only person that looked like me or the first person that looked like me to achieve something. And that doesn't feel good if you've been there, you know. But I'll tell you, even among friend groups, sometimes I feel like I didn't belong. I felt like an outsider. I'm an empath. And so sometimes that super sensitive part of me makes me feel like I don't belong. But it's taken me decades to understand that I was waiting on other people to make me feel like I belong. And I actually had the power inside of me to foster my own sense of belonging. That's what you belong here means, right? So when I say I want you to include yourselves, what that means is I want you to figure out how do you get your own seat at the table or even how do you build your own? How do you use your voice to make words matter? How can you make sure that you are seen and valued, right, without waiting for someone else to do those things for you? See, the work that I traditionally do is I work with leaders and I teach them how to include others. But what I found is that that still still puts all of the power into the hands of those who already have power. Right. So if I'm saying to leaders, hey, you need to make sure that you have an environment that is diverse and equitable where everyone feels like they belong, then it's still up to them to take actions and create that belonging. 
What You Belong Here says is that inclusion is a two-way street. And yes, we do have a responsibility to include others, but we also have a responsibility to include ourselves. I hope you like that, right? It really excites me, okay? And so if you are a servant leader, an educator, a teacher, or a trainer, maybe you're a guide, a healer, a mentor, or one who feels called to help and support others, you're going to want to come back here every week. Okay. This podcast is for you. Because listen, I'm right with you. If I'd ask people to raise their hands, my hands will be raised too. Right. I love helping others. I love giving. Right. I love giving of myself and pouring of myself. And with that, I have a really hard time receiving. I'm working on it. It's something that I'm working on every day. But I'm a much better giver <laughs> right, than a receiver. Well, you belong here is a balance between giving and receiving. And I'm going to tell you, the first place you want to start with receiving is yourself. I want you to get to a place where you are open to receiving messages from yourself, right? Listening to your body, listening to your intuition, listening to your desires and your needs and pouring into that, right? Because if you're like me, you know how to pour into others, right? You can clearly see where others need to focus or develop, right? Or you can look at someone and say, you know what? I think they need X. But when it comes to ourselves, we're not as clear. We're not as focused. We have some blind spots. So we're gonna talk about how do you pour into yourself when you're so used to pouring into other people? So this week, I want us to talk about the burden that we put on ourselves. I should say the burdens we put on ourselves. You know, I personally hold myself to extremely high standards, okay? Anyone that knows me will know this. If I get feedback back from a training I've done and I don't get 100%, I'm, I'm going back in my mind and I'm thinking, how could I have made that 100%? Even if it's a 99, right? I'm working through it. Let me know if you're with me. It's good for us to hold ourselves to high standards, but sometimes when we put extremely high standards on ourselves, we also put burdens on ourselves. Let me tell you what I'm talking about. So I've done some calculations and to date, I've reached close to 50,000 people with the message of inclusion. When I, when I calculated that, I had to take some time and really absorb that. Because if you would have told me 10 years ago that there are 50,000 people who have heard my message, I wouldn't have believed you. I've always wanted to make an impact it took me decades to figure out what I was supposed to do. 
but I'm really proud of the people that I've reached thus far. And that number reminds me of why I do what I do. But last weekend, I found myself questioning my impact. On May 14th, 2022, an 18-year-old white supremacist entered the Topps grocery store in Buffalo, New York, and shot 13 people in cold blood, killing 10. All 10 were Black. This disillusioned white supremacist had bought into the lie of the Great Replacement. And he'd even written a manifesto, 180 pages long, detailing his plan for the shooting. The manifesto also stated that he chose Buffalo, New York, because it was the city with the highest number of Black people in his vicinity. The result. You have a community torn apart, mourning, grieving, fearful. You have people all over the country who are mourning with those who've lost someone, who are grieving with. And then there are those of us that are afraid we're going to be targeted just because of the color of our skin. And this is not the first time this has happened. In 2015, our community was rocked to the core. I'm from South Carolina. And you may, may remember in 2015, another white supremacist was welcomed into a church where he subsequently killed nine people who had moments before welcomed him. You know, this isn't something new. PolitiFact estimates that there are 200,000 to 300,000 hate crimes per year per year. Just think of what that means for you in your lifetime. And this is something that's been happening for centuries in the United States, even before this country was founded. And so I found myself scrolling through social media, watching the news and talking with friends and family. And there was a thought that came into my mind. I am not making a difference as a diversity, equity, and inclusion practitioner. I am not making a difference. Because that high standard, that burden I put on myself was that we won't see hate anymore because of this work that is going on. But I, I said, Beth, I had to ask myself, what am I even doing? There's so much hatred, so much vitriol in the world. I beat myself up. I told myself that what I was doing doesn't matter. Have you been there before? You've come home after a long day's work and, and you just don't realize what impact you made. Or you finish a project and it doesn't fulfill you. Or you look at other people and you see them reaching their goals and you just don't feel like you're reaching your goals as quickly or, as, or at all. And have you asked yourself, what am I doing? 
It's an easy place to get to, but we don't want to stay there, right? Because I found myself last weekend spiraling. I imagine, I said, you know what? I'm just going to leave the country. I'm going to move to an island and I'm just going to live on the beach and catch fish for a living, right? I mean, waking up to the sun and the water and the waves, right? You have food there at your disposal. Maybe I'll get some coconuts off the tree, get some mangoes. I'm good. Can I make a living during that? Of course. But is that what I'm meant to do? No. I am meant to make our world more inclusive. I am meant to help people get unstuck. I am meant to guide people in how to show up for themselves, to speak to people whose hearts are open and want to grow. I'm meant to help people move forward in their journey. My purpose is not to stop hate around the world. My purpose is not to eradicate racism on my own. So what about you? What are you meant for? What are you built for? Why are you here? This is an important question to answer because if you find yourself spiraling like me, you can go back to your why and let that push you forward. And maybe in retirement, I will move to the beach, okay? But I'm not in retirement yet. I've got some work to do. So let's talk about this, okay? There are three things that I want you to do to answer that question, what am I even doing? First, I want you to make a commitment that you're not gonna hold yourself to unrealistic expectations. Now, I truly believe in pushing ourselves out of our comfort zones. I truly believe in growing and learning and developing. I wanna be a better Beth tomorrow than I am today. And at the same time, I have to understand that Beth alone is not going to cure the world of racism. So make a commitment. You're not going to hold yourself to those unrealistic expectations anymore. Second, I want you to journal about the impact you make. How do you impact your world? Let me say that again. How do you impact your world? The people in your home, your colleagues, your community, the people you meet, those you have influence over and access to. You know, I, I have a goal that I want a million people to hear the message of inclusion from me. And that is a huge, ridiculous goal, right? Now, would it be right of me right now to say, oh, I'm only at 50,000, I'm nowhere near my goal. 
Absolutely not. Because I'm still working and growing towards that goal. And so now I need to ask myself, do the people around me in my world know that message? Who do I need to meet? Who do I have access to? How do I keep growing my impact so that my world is bigger? Third, I want you to ask yourself, how can I partner with others to make an impact? You have big dreams and goals. You want to leave a legacy. And I love that for you. And I want you to understand that you don't have to do it alone. That there are people whose missions are similar. There are people whose missions complement yours. So I want you to brainstorm. Who are people that you can partner with to reach your goals and dreams? It would be great if you already know all of these people. But if there are people that you are yet to meet or to be introduced to, write that down too. There is power in our words, right? And even as I think about the work that I do, I understand that I need to work with other practitioners. I need to work with other people in this space because we're going to have a greater impact together than trying to do this alone. So commitment, journal about your impact, and brainstorm people you can partner with. If you like homework, <laughs> like me, <laughs> check out the show notes on this podcast. We've got a worksheet there that you can print out and complete, and it'll help you with these three assignments. And we'll do that each week. So then you can even start to build a journal of how you are including yourself. Because remember, the ultimate goal is I want you to feel like you belong here. I want you to know that you belong here. I don't want you to question it. So let's move forward. Let's move from what am I even doing here to I know what I'm doing and the impact that I have. I hope that you will continue with me on this journey. I hope you enjoyed this very first episode of You Belong Here. We'll be here every Wednesday to learn how to get unstuck and show up for yourself. And if you haven't heard it yet, you belong here. You Belong Here with Beth Ruffin is a production of The Everyday Inclusionist and can be found wherever you listen to podcasts. Please follow, subscribe, share, and leave a review. Check out the show notes for this week's journal page. And if you have a question you'd like me to address, send an email to info at bethruffin.com. Thank you.